10 million people in the world of Warcraft because Chuck Norris allows them to live. I'm Chuck Norris, and I approve this game. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, is World of Warcast, episode 356. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Well, a little miffed that we have Stormwind wow. up as our overlay for Twitch. Wow. Way wow. to show your, your biases there. Maybe. Maybe just a little. <laughs> this, this is how much I care. No, I don't. No, but <laughs> no. You, you promised that you're going to rotate them. No, so. I did it as a joke. I know. I, I Next time I'll do Dalaran or Shattered, you know, somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Cartridge Bros says needs more Silver Moon. Yeah, that's Hydrex. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll rotate them. Yeah, Silver Moon is great. I, mm-hmm. I do I do like Silver Moon. I actually like the Exodar too, although I never liked navigating. Well, I don't like navigating either in the Exodar or in Silver Moon. Mm-hmm. It's they're just so spread out. Oh yeah, yeah. At least you can use a mountain there. Yeah. So we'll we'll put something. I'll I'll rotate them every now and then. Maybe I'll do Iron Forge, Darnassus, you know. I'll, uh, I'll try leave, to keep. Are you leaving anything out here? I'll send you oh, some no, screenshots. No, no. You're right. Okay? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I am. I am leaving stuff out. Probably. Uh, I don't know. Red Ridge Mountains. I might be a little biased. A little. <laughs> Although I, I, I can't be too harsh because I've actually spent a lot of time in the past week playing on a new Alliance character that ah, I have. Okay. Well, I decided that I really wanted to go after some of these, uh, these allied races where I haven't gotten the, um, the heritage armors. Yet. Right. I now have the Volpera heritage armor. My Volpera shaman is now one eleven mm-hmm. or one twelve. I don't okay. remember which, um, decided to finally just, you know, just, locked down and get that done my my big problems have been i've been stuck forever on my maghar orc uh-huh. and on my Kultiran. Uh-huh. and i really want the maghar orc heritage armor isn't so great but the Kultiran heritage armor is awesome uh-huh. and i really want that but i've been knocking my head against the wall on this druid for ages. Oh, Druids will do that to you. I mean, the funny thing is I have a 120 Druid, and she's kind of fun to play, but leveling a Druid, I just find yeah. so tedious. This is so, why I don't play them anymore. So I decided that I was going to play against type, and I rolled up a Kul'Tiran Arcane Mage. Ooh. And you had me no, a mage. No pun intended. I am having a blast. Arcane mm-hmm. is so much fun. What level? Uh, she is 44 or 45 right now. Okay. Being able to leap into groups and just, you know, AOE everything down is, is great, great fun. Let me know. Seriously, let me know if Arcane still works for you as you get higher up because I just found that Arcade really – Arcade. Arcane really lacks later on, and fire works better, but, you know, I, I don't know. I just have to try maybe doing Arcane. Well, you see, the thing is, is that one of the things that I have found when I'm trying to get used to a spec, and all of my mages are fire, mm-hmm. all three of them. I, I play Frost once in a while. Frost is really good for running lobby dungeons. Yes, absolutely. Uh, between Ice Lance and, uh, and Frost Nova and Blizzard, you can just wipe out um, those and you don't have the cooldown issue that you have with fire. Yes. Um, but I never played an arcane mage, never. Hmm. And I have found that the best way to really get your your teeth sunk into a spec is to start from level well level ten in this case mm-hmm. because not from level one because she's was uh, she's an allied race. Yeah. Um, because that's where you really start to learn how to use it when you know when you're adding things gradually i find that if i try to switch a spec at 120 i find it very hard to do Mm -hmm. 
because it feels very, very clunky because I'm, I'm not used to, I'm not used to the rotation. I'm not used to the tricks. I haven't developed the tricks. So I find that if I, if I start very early and learn as I go, it works better for me. Okay. This is the excuse that I make for making a lot of alts. Is <laughs> It's a learning experience. Well, I was beginning to despair of this character, though, because she hadn't really developed a personality. And you know how I am. If my characters don't have a personality, I lose interest. That's true. So um, I'm in, I'm in Stranglethorn Vale. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize I even had General on. I mostly turned General off. But I had General on. And someone just dropped a random F-bomb in, in chat. Okay. Just one word. One F-bomb. And I, my character immediately responded, and I typed it in, and she didn't get any response, but it was, well, a, a, as amusing as a random expletive is, I, I wonder about the reason for this outburst. And that's when she <laughs> developed her, per, that's when I knew exactly who she was. She wow. is a retired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Librarian? She, no, uh, magical theory instructor. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That makes and sense. And she decided to take early retirement, and now she's off doing practical applications instead of theoretical applications, and she's discovered she really likes blowing things up. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Does she have the face, the older female she face? She does now. Oh, she, oh, so you went to the barbershop? I went to the barbershop. Okay. I turned her a little older and I gave her the gray hair uh-huh. and she's perfect now. Okay. I, I just had her in with a, you know, kind of a generic face and blonde hair. And it was like, yeah, this is okay. It's a character. It's not working. Now she has totally clicked. And this is, you know, this is who she is. So now I'm happy mm-hmm. and we're going forward all the way to 120. Nice. All right, good. I hope you two have a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we will. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm kind of off playing Diablo. My thumbs just gave out, and um, it's very thumb intensive. Which is why I keep telling people I can't play Animal. I can't get a, a Switch and play Animal Crossing because those those uh, controllers are all thumb thumb driven, right, right? Yep, they're all thumb driven. Well, you can play with the D pad, uh, but yeah, for the most part, uh, they're thumb driven. But the thing is about the Switch, yeah, you have to try it for yourself. But they're 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 very. Uh, you don't have a lot of travel on them, so they're they're very easy to use. So they don't put they don't put a lot of fatigue on your thumbs. It's it's not like other consoles or such. So I would I would say try it. But the problem is finding one now. Well, that's but, what I, I I looked to see if there were any available, and of course everybody sold out of those things. Yeah, yeah. you can um, find the light. I don't like the light. Um, I bought. I, I had a. Oh, hunt. I would never get the light. No. If I was going to get one, I'd, I'd get the the real thing. But, mm-hmm. um, but my as I said, I develop I developed finally developed Diablo thumb, <laughs> and um, so I needed to to go back to playing. Wow, for a little while. And we're going to be talking more about this later because our main thing is going to be discussing our impressions of uh, Alpha. What? We got into Alpha? What? We got into Alpha. No way. Yes, we did. And I've been playing a lot. Mostly what I've been playing is Alpha, but I've also been working on these other characters. I I have uh, been playing WoW, but at the same time, I don't I don't know why, but I just... Um, I was playing... Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I don't know why, but like in the middle of the game, I, I kind of felt like I was going through the game a little too fast. So I I started playing Final Fantasy X, and I wound up finishing the game in about a little less than 80 hours. So I finished it last night. Wow. So, yeah, that was my thing. Now I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I found out that the Final Fantasy XIII series has an a massive 4K HD remaster on the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. So I might do that and then play 10.2 and maybe pick up 12 again because I did not like 12 in the beginning. So. Well, speaking of remasters, there is mm-hmm. a very credible rumor out there for Diablo 2 Reforged. So yes, I have heard about this rumor. I think that would be a great idea. I think they should because, mm-hmm. you know, this is the one of those things where, I mean, 
classic really got into people's nostalgia. And and people who play Diablo have been crying for a D2 remake. Yeah. Um, a D2 remaster, not a remake, or just a remaster. Uh, so about that, uh, um, I, thought I, I thought I had my Diablo 2 CD behind me. I guess I don't. It must be in a box somewhere. But yeah, I think that would be a, a wonderful idea. It wasn't online, though, was it? That was only – you could play – wait. Yes, that was, it was. It was it, online or was it local play? It was both. Okay. You could play online. It had somewhat crude. Yeah. Um, it was their their version of, of Battle.net. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was – mostly I played LAN uh, between, you know – Krylon and I would play LAN. Yeah. But you could play that. And there was also, um, there was closed and there was an open. And the open was just a free-for-all where everybody, um, you know, tinkered with their characters and turned everybody into gods. So it was no fun to play. Yeah. So there there are things that they would have to kind of get under control for that. Um, nobody in their right minds ever played uh, open Battle.net with, uh, with Diablo <laughs> unless they basically just went in and godded up their characters. So. Yeah, I don't. No, it's got to be one. Of, I thought it was one of these discs. I don't know. I guess not. I got my old marathon CD here, though. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I don't know when was the last time I played it. I do remember trying to get it up and running. I think on my Mac, but uh, I, I I don't know. There's something you have to do to run it on a PC these days because yes. it will not run natively. No, I think you uh, need to install Glide or something. Yeah, you have to install Glide. Um, and so it's, it has to run through an emulator, basically. And I tried that. It didn't work most of the time, and so I just gave up on it. But it was a good game. It was a really, really good game. It was, and I loved it. And it, it would be amazing if they brought it back. But just like Classic... Uh, wow classic they would have to make sure that it's as close as possible i the thing is about about diablo 2 is that i don't know how the graphics would work in terms of are, are people going to want like the old sprite graphics or you know is a is an upscale okay is it more about the gameplay is it more about the graphics does it matter i don't know i don't know how people feel about it because it was a whole different type of graphics Oh yeah, it was it was definitely pretty pretty crude by today's standards, and I, I really honestly don't think that the graphics were ever part of something that most people really you know they they would I think people would deal with an upgrade in the graphics as long as the gameplay was the same. Yes, um, including things like when you pick a talent point, it's forever. There's no retalenting. Oh, okay. So I'll give you an example. Um, I was doing some research yesterday because I don't have an Xbox One X. I was thinking about getting one. Um, I was looking at the Halo remaster, and the Halo remaster looks amazing. the The thing is, is that you know, is the gameplay the same? You know, does it feel the same? If it feels the same, then I'm fine with it. Sort of like the same thing with WoW Classic. If it feels the same, I'm fine. Uh huh. So that's sort of how I am about that. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's um yeah, does well, it's it's the Diablo 2 Resurrected that it's is being called and it's it's a rumor still. Mm-hmm. But um it's you know, now it's saying that it will launch on the PC sometime in Q4 2020. Okay. So, we'll get an announcement soon. Hopefully. But, um, and there's a lot of people, I mean, people still play this game. It's, it's still got a thriving player base. There is some concern from, from players that this will overwrite those old communities Mm -hmm. and replace what they have. And, uh, that's a lot of people are concerned about that. Interesting. I go to the, the Diablo page and it says buy now. So you can still. I wonder if uh, I wonder if my account has it flagged. I'm going to check that real quick. But yeah, it, it's still a thing. I don't know how you would play it. Maybe you would need like an old Voodoo three two thousand or some crap like that. I don't know. Right, something. Log in. But I know that you know. I I know of people who play Diablo two who keep an old PC 
That's with an it. old yeah. operating system just to run this because it works better that way than it work than it is if you have to run it through Glide or yeah. another emulator. Um, I would not doubt that. As a matter of fact, um, what I'm doing right now in the next room is I am using authenticator. I am using a um, an old computer to um, back up VHS tapes because of the ports. Uh-huh. And instead of having to buy a Thunderbolt adapter, I'm mean, you know, FireWire a Thunderbolt adapter or USB three, and I'm doing, so I have these old computers around. Uh-huh. So yeah, I get it. I, I totally get it. Yep. I'm just checking my account. See if I because I know I I well obviously I have here games and subscriptions Diablo Diablo three Hearthstone uh, here it is Diablo two I have Diablo two and Diablo two's the the expansion that they expansion pack that they did for that I I've got both of those on don't there have that it says uh, so I've got Diablo two Warcraft three Frozen Throne and Reign of Chaos so see now yeah. now I've got to check um, games. I, I don't have it listed in in BlizzCon, but anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about that too much. I know I've got both Diablo two yeah. and the and the uh, the expansion for that for for Diablo two. Yeah, that's the one that introduced the Necromancer, and I, it'll be interesting to see if they if they do it with all the classes, including the expansion classes, or if they're just gonna do it with the with the original classes. So. I go to the download page. I'm on my Mac, and it says download. Oh, I have Di- Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction, and I can, yeah, down- I can download the Mac client. I wonder if it'll work. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to try it now while we're recording, but it would be interesting to give it a shot. It might be an older, like, PowerPC client or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, PowerPCs. Oh, my God. There's a blast from the past. Yeah. Um. But yeah, games and subscriptions. I have yeah, um, classic games Diablo two and Diablo two Lord of Destruction. It says download game client, yep. but I've tried that before and it doesn't work on yeah. my machine. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, what else? Uh, we have anything to talk about before we get into Shadowlands? Um, trying to, well, I've been busy this week. Well, this, this kind of goes into Shadowlands. I've been busy in the past uh, couple of weeks. I have three new guides that I've written for. I've, I'm doing the professions overview guide for, yeah. um, for alpha. I am also doing, I also wrote the exiles reach guide. Wow. Nice. Which I'll talk about that when we talk about alpha and a, a guide on optional reagents. Huh. Optional optional reagents in professions but let's talk about our impressions of alpha and we'll talk about that more later so yes we both got into alpha what about a week week ago or so yeah. just be just before we were going to record last week and we decided to to give ourselves some time with alpha that's to... what it was it was tuesday or yeah. wednesday or something uh yeah, so Ellie and I played in Alpha not this past Friday, but the Friday before, and we just had an absolute blast. First off, first impressions, it's freaking gorgeous. Let, it is. Let's it's just beautiful. Talk about that. Um, we reported some bugs, uh, so you know we're doing our job. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh, there is a bug. As a matter of fact, I gotta I gotta uh, log into the game today and test and see if it's, the bug is still there because there was an Alpha update, but. The eye color that you chose did not stick. Mm. So you would choose, you know, green eyes or blue eyes, and I think it was like brown every time or something like that. So there was a problem with that. There was there was a problem where um, every time you tried to finish one of the quests, it would crash your client or you know disconnect you, disconnect you. Yeah. Um, and some other things here and there. It's fine. It's alpha. You know, I'm not I'm not complaining at all. But I'm, and the thing is, is I looked to see if anybody was reporting the same bug, and they were. So I reported it again anyway, just to let Blizzard know that you know this is a thing. I don't know if it's a. I don't know what the problem could be. It could be anything. So where did you did you start in Bastion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's one of the things that I, that I was a little disappointed about. You can't copy over an existing character. I think you, Legion was like that at first. Yeah. Yeah, you have to create a character. Right now, there are two options. There's three options for creating a character. You can either create 
well, four options, really. You can level, <laughs> you can do a level one character. Mm-hmm. You can do a, an allied race if you've got those open. And you can do a level 50 character, which starts you out in Bastion. Mm-hmm. Or you can do a level 57 character, which starts you out in Revendreth. Yeah. I have two rogues. I have an orc rogue who started who is has started out in Bastion, and I have a human rogue who has started out in Revendreth. Mm-hmm. Um, it is beautiful. I mean, Revendreth in particular is I Bastion. Frankly, gets a little repetitive for me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, can it's see all. That. It's all slightly brown grass, and also there's nothing to pickpocket, which isn't any fun if you're a rogue. Mm. Um, there's no one to pickpocket that I've been able to find so far in Bastion. Uh, there were sev- there was a lot of bugs. Um, I reported I've been reporting several bugs. A lot of them are, you know, as you said, quests that either you do the quest and then there's no one to turn it into. There's one of those, and there's another one where. You're supposed to get picked up by this flying guy yes. and and fly. And as soon as he picks you up, it disconnects. Well, they fixed that. Now it takes 24 seconds to disconnect. Oh, <laughs> that's it. That's the fix. That's the fix. It, now he picks you up and he starts flying you around the pillar in 24 seconds. I timed it. Okay. I timed it five times in a row. This is this is the kind of giving that I am for. Uh-huh. I, is I wanted to make sure that I said twenty exactly twenty four seconds after he picks you up, you did to disconnect it. So, and that's a little frustrating me because that's part there. Like Legion, the quests are divided into two categories. There's the campaign line, yep. and then there's side quests. And unfortunately, this pick you up and fly you around quest is is in the campaign line. Mm-hmm. So can't go any farther with that. Right. Um, there's, have you run into the gravity bugs? No. Um, if you go into Hero's Rest, which is the, the place in the center, and you run off the edge, you're just running in space. Okay, I did fall off the edge where you started. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I don't know why, I think I was just trying to look down on my character, and so if you think of the ledge, right, the ledge is curved. Mm-hmm. And, in just testing alpha as a goof what i decided to do was see how far i can go before i actually fell off and what i mean by that is my character was able to step off the edge and go down about a foot or two and still be on the ledge technically on the ledge so her feet were like below the edge Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of i fell there's been a lot of graphic clipping bugs too, and mm-hmm. a lot of the the mobs when they come at you, they're like halfway in and halfway out of the uh, out of the ground yes. and that sort of thing. Yes, I did. So I've been report reporting that. those. I've been reporting the graphic clip bugs too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as I said, I'm kind of stuck in Bastion right now because I'm stuck on these quests that are bugged. Right. I've gotten a lot farther in Revendreth. And if you've not done Revendreth yet, do it. It's a t- I, I am loving the quest lines. Mm-hmm. I am loving. To me, Bastion is a little dull okay. by comparison. The the quest lines that um, they do. Yeah, Webley says you guys should stream some Shadowlands. I've thought about doing that. I thought about doing it too. I literally threw away my streaming gear yesterday. <laughs> like I had the green screen set up and everything. I'm like, no, I'm never going to use this. So I, I don't know. Maybe. Eh. I would do it just for our, I'd just do it on our discord. I wouldn't do it like out in the wide world or anything yeah, like that. But I, just, I, just for our community, I might do it. Um, I'm not really interested in becoming a streamer, but no. um, just to show people some of the, and I haven't run into as many, nearly as many bugs in Revendreth as I have in, and not that they're bug free, but I haven't run into nearly as many. Most of them have been graphics bugs, mm-hmm. but the uh, the milieu, the storyline, um, is wonderful so far, and I've gotten much farther. I mean, I'm not stuck the way that I, in in Revendreth the way that I am. I have. I know people are testing Torghast. Torghast is that that um, one to one person to five person dungeon mm-hmm. thing that you do. I guess you have to be level sixty to go. Or level sixty to go into that. Yeah, we couldn't get in. Um, we're level fifty. I think we had to be fifty two. 
or something like that or something. There was there was some restriction we couldn't do it. Well, my 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 um, rogue in Revendreth is level fifty eight now, mm-hmm. and um, I can't get in either. Oh. I tried, but okay. I can't. Um, I'm anxious to try. I've, I've been looking for profession trainers, but of course they're really not there yet. No. Um, speaking of professions, mm-hmm. um, there is a little bit that's starting to come through with professions. And I think I may have mentioned before that one of the things that's kind of interesting is there's a little bit of a blast from the past thing. They're bringing back things like sharpening stones and weight stones and wizard oils mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, kind of from classic, but this optional reagents thing is very, very interesting. What it is, is these are things that you can add when you're crafting an item. It's not like, it's not like an an enchant where Mm -hmm. you can put it on later or replace it. It's only for crafted items and you have to use them at the time that you make the item. Um, for example, well, let me just bring up let me just bring up my guide that I that is <laughs> that you're working on. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it, it hasn't been published yet because uh, it's still it's still pro- very preliminary. So we're we're waiting for a little bit more information to come through before we uh, before we do that. But the um, let me just there we go. Optional reagents, okay. So what they do is they can do one of three things. They can guarantee the initial stats of a crafted item, mm-hmm. which eliminates selected, you know, when you when you make something, you say you make a robe in, in tailoring, it could be of the fever flare or of the aurora or of the whatever. This you can use to say, okay, make sure it has haste on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can use it to increase the item. You can use one to increase the item level from the very start. Uh, you can add desirable beneficial effects, um, cause direct damage and such. But they can only be applied to a crafted item during the creation yep. process. That makes sense. Um, so they can't be changed once they're on there. They can't be removed. They can't be switched out for something else. If you want to make something that's got a particular crafted item, uh, crafted uh, optional reagent on it, you'd have to just make another one. Well, and, and that's really good because that was one of the frustrations I had with professions in the last couple expansions is that you would make something and then you would have random stats on it. And right. you know, Blizzard would always say, well, you know, there's a reason for this. No, there isn't. There is no reason for it. It's just let us make what we want to make. Just like I still think Burning Crusade is like the best, had the best professions. Right. Well, and, you know, it looks like they're really trying to address some of this stuff. Good. Uh, you don't have, and they're called optional for a reason. You don't have to use them. So if you're just cranking out a bunch of them for skill, mm-hmm. you don't have to use optional reagents on them. Now, there's no information about yet where these optional reagents are coming from. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be a combination of some are going to be vendor purchased, some you may need rep to buy, um, some may be made by other professions. There's all kinds of things. But uh, some of the some of the interesting things about them. Oh yeah. And you can only put on two right now. The pictures are showing three slots, but we're getting information. It's two. So this is one of those things that's still kind of up in the air. And there's three categories for optional reagents right now. And this is all going to change. One is a word of power, which increases the item level. Mm -hmm. Category two is a guaranteed stack or stat or an extra jewel socket. And three is special effects. They're not available to all items, but some of these things are will will add special things. And I'll I'll just give a couple of examples in a moment. But things like, you know, black and some of them are limited only to certain types of items, like um, the alchemy concoction effects, which if you put them on, it will do things like extend the time your flasks work. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are limited to cloaks. Enchanting burst effects are limited to shoulders. Uh, some blacksmithing, some of the blacksmithing things are either on wrists or helms, or they're only on belts. You know, so there's um, there's a, a whole different variety of them. But like example uh, of an alchemy one would be that would be attached to a cloak. 
occasionally it uh, will increase your agility. One increases duration of well-fed effects, another duration of flask effects. Um, the blacksmithing options do things like increase damage against undead or against humanoids or, you know, um, the the engineering effects uh, like one of them will increase your your swim speed mm -hmm. if you swim a lot. Um, one of the ones I think is very the two things I think is very interesting. I've always said inscription gets screwed. Yeah. Well, inscriptionists make the words of power, oh. and the words of power are the ones that increase the item level of a crafted pieces of armor. There you go. Now inscriptions have a purpose. <laughs> yeah, and there's four levels of it. And right now the the level four is showing, I'm guessing there's no information on this, that one, two, three, and four will increase it by five, 10, 15, or 20 oh, okay. item levels. And when you're talking about the item level squish that we're getting along with the regular level squish, that's significant. Mm -hmm. That's probably more like 40 or, or 50 levels in the current system. The dark moon cards, and I think this is also cool, you can use a one a called a blank card, which will ensure that it that it's a card of a particular deck. Okay, that's good. So, so that one's nice. Um, the jewel crafting options can either be used as a jewel that you would normally put into a socket, or they would guarantee secondary stats if they're worked in as an optional reagent. And then there's there you know there's a whole there's there's a bunch of them there's not a ton of them out there yet we're, we're there's still a lot of unknowns about it but I think this is really going to increase the relevance and the you know because right now crafted items who wears them nobody and that's the reason why I complained about this maybe it was Legion I don't think it was BFA I think it was back in Legion where I said that I can make something but by the time I need to make it I've already outgrown it. Like I'm already picking up greens that are better than the blues that I'm making or something. There's there, there something basically saying that crafted items were completely useless, at least right. for tailoring. And so I don't – I can see it. Okay, fine. You did it for one expansion. But this is – I think – maybe I'm wrong about this, but maybe it's like two or three expansions now where we've had more or less useless uh, crafted items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and Kara – uh, mentioned about legendaries there isn't any concrete information about this but mm -hmm. the early information indicates that tailoring blacksmithing and leather crafters will eventually be able to make legendary items mm -hmm. they're also saying you can only wear one at a time but you yeah. know these things are very fluid at this stage yeah yeah so we'll see so we'll see um i also as i said i've written the guide to exiles reach that's kind of a funny story. I had asked for a second alpha account. Mm -hmm. And the second alpha account would be pretending I'm a brand new character. And I've never rolled up anything before because I wanted to try the experience of the newbie. Okay. Well, I didn't remember that I had done this. And um, so I got... I got my account and I went on there and sure enough, I got, I got, had my, my selections and I picked level one horde and I go into exiles reach and I'm running through it and I'm having a good time. And, you know, I, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm just want to run this once mm -hmm. and just look at it before. Cause I knew at this point that I was going to be writing the exiles reach guide before I'm taking notes and really doing this. And then I'll play through. So I get done and I, you know, I close up the character and then I open it up to make my next horde character. And then I realized something that was my brand new account. Oh, <laughs> was being the operative word. And apparently if you don't have a brand new account in alpha, you can't get into exiles horde exiles reach as horde. Oh, what I did was essentially a bug. Yeah. Okay. The fact I was able to get in. So I'm, I'm going to have, so I ended up having to write the whole Exiles Reach guide entirely from the Alliance side. But one of the things that I discovered is the cast of characters is different, but the story is identical. Mm -hmm. I mean, right down to one of the major characters in there, their, I want to say child, but it's an adult child. 
has been kidnapped by the other side. And in the Horde case, it's a daughter. In the, in the Alliance case, it's a son. Okay. Um, but the, I mean, so it's it's the if you read through the guide and you see it's only from the Alliance side. I will be adding in the Horde side as soon as I can. But it's exactly the same story. They did an amazing job yeah. with Exiles Reach. Every this is something that I talk about in the guide. Every single quest has a lesson behind it. Oh. Everything from how to just base, you know, do the basic operations of moving your character and accepting a quest to how to fight, how to loot, how to, you know, and it every and then it introduces you to the different types of quests. First you're starting out just doing one quest at a time. Then you've got two quests that you've got to do at the same time. And then you have quests to send you in different directions and you have to decide huh. what you're going to do. And then it introduces you to a side quest, a quest that isn't necessary to finish, but it's something that you kind of run into along the way. It introduces treasure chests, you know, the, the little treasure map thing, and also sil it has two silver elites in it. Hmm. Uh, it's, I really had the only eh, tiny little problem I had with it was in the quest where you learn how to loot. They don't then teach you how to turn on auto loot. Okay. So hmm. the first couple of times I've run now doing this guide, I have run Exiles Reach six times okay. at this point. And on the first two characters, I ran it with auto loot off, figuring at some point they're going to tell me this, and they never did. So I have put that in as a as a bug, as a suggestion to say, you know, by at least halfway through this, you should be showing people how to how to turn on auto loot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, because it's it's very um, time saving. Yeah. And I, it's one of the first things that I do when I when I load into like an alpha, I have to fix uh, that autocorrect on the camera. I turn that off because I can't I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. um, I do that. I invert the mouse and I turn on auto loot. You invert the mouse? Yeah, because I've been growing up. I played a lot of flight simulator games, so I pull back on the mouse to move the camera up to tilt the camera up. So if I try to do it the other way, like the normal way, I actually get like vertigo or something. So Kara asked if they said anything about reworking professions from one to fifty. Not at this time. Mm. They're talking about that's on the plate eventually, but that is not something that we can expect to see in this iteration. Um, they, they'll have to do something. Yeah. But um, but anyway, the so as I said, there were some little things like that that they could have done to to make to just to just to draw attention to all the things that you can used to, to change your interface mm -hmm. within the game without, I mean, they don't get into mods or anything like that, obviously. No, they um, and they don't get into professions. Uh, they don't, they don't, they can't cover everything. But as I said, I just thought that it was very, very thoughtful the way that they set up just being able to, to you know, so there's, there's a defend, there's, you know, there's a kill X number request. There's a, a defend from waves of attackers quest. There's interacting with things in the in the environment. They cover pretty much all of the basics. And remember when EverQuest came out with their tutorial level? Yes. Oh, I didn't like it. It sucked. Yeah, it was terrible. It really sucked. It was tedious. It had this has a story. It has a story that keeps you engaged. There's funny things that happen. They 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 one of the funny things that happens is in the in the ogre area there's an option, you know, they have an optional quest. They 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 um or not an optional quest, but an optional quest um objective mm -hmm. that has you dance with the other ogres, because uh, you're turned into an ogre and they dance with the other ogres. You know, they 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 throw in the humor too. Yeah. And right, so they, I, I would encourage everyone. Now, right now, if you go through, this is not how it's supposed to work, but if you go through Exiles, um, the Exiles Reach thing, even if you're, even if I'm on my account that's not supposedly brand new, 
I have two. Uh, yeah, I have two alpha accounts. Um, the uh, the if you do that, um, you are automatically pushed into having to do BFA. None of the things on the adventure uh, on the heroes board or the adventure guide work. Okay. Also, someone I don't I don't remember which Discord it was in was asking about Pandaria. Because um, they're supposed to be have all of the different areas open, but right now not all of them are, mm-hmm. and one of them is Pandaria. And what they said is right now, right now, if you recall, if you to open Pandaria, you have to fly up to the ship. Yeah. But if you're level ten, you, you can't, can't fly. So they said, well, we're going to have to work on this. I'm like, what's the problem? Just just put in a tele, just put in a, a, a mage with a with a teleporter. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But they haven't they haven't done that yet. Um, so, I mean, yeah, in, it's beta or it's, it's, alpha. it's alpha. It's not even beta. Yeah. Uh, but alpha, it's you know, a lot of things just just aren't working that. And one of the things is you're going through Exile's Reach is a lot of the cinematics are unfinished. So they've got that big red X work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It was it was funny because in in BFA what they would do is I, they would show a cinematic from like the last expansion or mm-hmm. something. So it was funny to see like a proper one, but with the big red X on it. Yeah. Well, it, it it's proper, but if you notice, none of those, at least in Exile's Reach, most of the cinematics look like they are. For the, I mean, they're they're going through the appropriate motions for the story, mm-hmm. but there's no voiceovers yet. I didn't do the Exiles Reach one yet, so yeah. Well, yeah, I... I would really strongly suggest doing that because it really is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, six times, I agree that that got to be a bit much, <laughs> but you know, hey, it's it's for I I had to check and recheck, and then I went then I just did passes where I just did uh, screenshots. By the way, I have learned the rogue is the ultimate screenshot getter because you can take yourself out of the picture by, by, uh, um, by stealthing. Okay. I, you but... can get really close to things, and um, well, the thing is, is if you're you know if you're trying to get a, a picture of a red con mob and you're not stealth, you can only get so close, and then they aggro you. Mm-hmm. As a as a, uh, a stealther, you can sneak right up to them and get the camera exact. You can you can work on your camera angles and such. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, but um, anyway, it was one other thing I was going to mention about Exiles Reach. I don't, oh, um, and then I, as I said, and then I I went in and I tried. I did a couple of uh, um, allied races, so I'd start at ten. Because right now, as I said, if you go through. I, I haven't tried going through the like the the racial or class newbie zone, and then seeing where it takes you. But as I said, right now if you go through Exiles Reach, you have to go through BFA, which mm-hmm. is why I've just let those characters slide at this point because yeah. I don't want to go back through BFA. <laughs> I've been through BFA many, many, yeah, many, same with many, me, many times. Too many times. Yeah, too many times. Too many times at this point. But uh, so anyway, so. General impressions of Alpha. I mean, this is my first Alpha. I've never gone through one before. Oh, it is. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I've uh, always I've always eschewed them because I didn't want. I wanted to be. I wanted to experience it new on release. But how many have you been through? Oh uh, God, I don't know. Um, five maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, Legion, BFA, Shadowlands. Um, I don't think I got Burning Crusade. I don't think I started getting them until like maybe Pandaria. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think. I don't remember. I you know I have to check my screenshots because I, I keep everything that I do in different folders, so it'll say like BFA Alpha. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'll have to check that. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm still thinking that I'm probably not going to be as excited for release this time, just because I'll have been through a lot of this content already. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still I mean it's still nice to be doing it. I, it it's it's an interesting experience seeing everything that's kind of yeah not finished. Oh, far from finished, it, I should say. It is, but I 
the way that I look at it is that I think of alpha and beta and such as sort of helping Blizzard. And then when it actually comes out, that's when you know that you and everybody else that got into alpha and beta helped what it is. So yeah, sure, the content is not going to be 100% new because you know we've, we've been through it. The cutscenes will be new. You can actually do the professions now. You can do whatever you know, whatever it is that you want to do. So that's why I still get excited for the release, despite being in an alpha and beta. So, um, so Aaron has asked, "Will being on alpha spoil the experience on live somehow?" I don't know. I, I mean, I'll, I have a, it won't be have the same magic to it for me. I don't think, but I'll have to tell you at the time. It's it's sort of a different way. Of, the magic is a good word because it's a it's a different kind of magic. Uh, meaning you're you're in alpha, you're watching this grow. You know you're you're watching the changes week by week almost as they mm-hmm. come in. So so there's that kind of magic, and at the same time, like I said, you're contributing to fixing these bugs. Yeah, sure. Everybody got to the 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 one bug at the end of bastion you know where you get disconnected but there are some other things how many people are going to report eye color you know i i don't know oh speaking of eyes have you seen the gnomes no okay the gnomes are all cross-eyed right now (laughs) are they (laughs) yeah yeah there's it's a i don't really know what they did well i know somewhat what they did to the eye the reflections are in in the wrong place and the irises kind of need to be moved out a little bit. But right now all That's the gnomes, yes, the Ali says the gnomes need to see an eye doctor. Yeah. They're all, they're all a little bit cross-eyed. Mm. Oh, I actually quite a lot cross-eyed. Um, anyone who's interested in playing with the customization, the character customizations, who's not on alpha, a uh, wowhead does have a shadowlands dressing room where you can play with oh. all of the customizations. Um, some of That's the, nice. yeah, yeah, I've been I've been reporting a lot of graphic issues. Like I put on this one pair of pants and my legs just turned flat black. Mm-hmm. So the obviously there's something wrong. And then I determined it wasn't actually the legs. It was how the legs and the boots were interacting with one another. Because <laughs> if I put on the if I put on the legs, it looked fine. If I took off the legs and put on the boots, the boots looked fine. If I put both on at the same time, that's when I got the graphic error. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. But it's those kind, yeah, I try to take my role as an alpha tester seriously. Oh, I do too. You have to. Because, I mean, if you're you're just there to say, you know, oh, I got into alpha, well, that's not helping Blizzard, I I don't think. Right. Maybe it is. Maybe they do a load check or something like that. But um, I personally feel that I'm sort of there to help them. Right. Well, I'm, I'm there partially so that I can report here and partially so I can do my job with Wowhead better. Yeah. Um, because I am, I, you know, and it looks like I'm going to be taking on more responsibility with the professions. So I need to be testing this stuff myself and mm. looking for this stuff. And um, that gives me an in there. But I really think that if you're going to, if they're, going to be on alpha you need to be doing the work as well as having the fun yeah absolutely and and i'm having the fun oh and and i just wanted to say more about the answer about uh you know the magic of of getting in uh like when the um when the release comes out i feel that i have sort of an advantage when Mm -hmm. that happens because i've been through but at the same time, I think a lot more people get into beta than they get into alpha. So there are going to be a lot of people that have, that have gotten into it anyway. Then you've got Wowhead, and then you've got the podcasters, and then you've got the bloggers. So people should know a lot about the expansion by the time it comes out. Right. Anyway, so I, I, I guess it, it's all personal preference is what I'm saying. Well, I, you know, back before, you know, this became part of my work, mm-hmm. I tried to stay away from a lot of the expansion news. I mean, we covered it somewhat. We covered beta and, and alpha somewhat before that, but we didn't yeah. really cover it. We're going to be covering it a lot more in depth uh, than we have in, in past ones, just because we're, you know, we're both in it and that helps. Yeah. Uh, Webley has been saying that I'm testing the important stuff, of course, because the transmogs have to look good. Mm. 
Okay. You know. And I, I have it. to say, so far, um, I've gotten bits and pieces of both the armor from Bastion and the armor from uh, Revendreth, and it all looks very good. Yeah. I've been very happy with the with the models, other than my pants not showing up correctly. <laughs> you got to have pants. Well, I have pants. It's just, as I said, it's, it's just flat black. Like, not like there's black pants, but it's just... It's like someone painted her legs black. Yeah, I get it. So, but anyway, that's, I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing from now on for, you know, the next foreseeable future is running through Alpha and uh, I'm going to be retesting Exile's Reach a bazillion times. And I'm going to go through the leveling experience too. One of the things I'm looking forward to is I want when Draenor opens up for leveling, because I don't think it's open up yet. Um is I want to test whether you get that big experience buff off those treasures. Because I have a feeling they need to take that off. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. And I have to agree with you on that. Because, it, well, it depends on whether or not Blizzard just doesn't care. And and I don't mean that, like, maybe they're not ambivalent to the whole thing. It's just like, well, okay, you know, we, we accept the fact that people don't like warlords. So we'll just leave it. I, I, I liked, you know, the thing is, is that I, Warlords is one of the ones I really want to go back and, and play with because, I mean, I went through that recently with my Volpera and she's still going back and working on her garrison. Mm. I, I like having a level three garrison because, you know, it's a good place to go back and you got your, if you've got your built up bank and, you, and it's, it's one stop shopping and nobody to bug, to bug you. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask was, have you noticed... Uh, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of other people when I'm out in, no, in Alpha. No, as a matter of fact, I said that to Ali. I said that this place is dead. And I just thought that there would be more people on a Friday night. Yeah. You know. And one of the things that I have noticed is there seem to be an awful lot more Horde players than Alliance players in Alpha. Hmm. I haven't noticed that, but that could be. I'm on the Maw yeah. server. Yeah, so am I. Ali says more horde for sure. Shh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm because I noticed it more when I was playing my my character in Rebendreth, um, who's a human. Yeah. Is I saw no other alliance players and probably saw six other six horde players while I while I have done what I've done. And she's about halfway through level fifty eight at this yeah. point. Okay. So I don't know. Um uh, Deboots asked if they're are they they're in PvP mode. No, um, I don't no. play PvP. I'm not even sure that there is a war mode active in Alpha right now. I don't know. I didn't check. Yeah, I didn't check. I should check that, but uh, no. I don't. Um, yeah, and Webley says because all the big streamers and guilds like Method, they all play Horde. That could be that could be possible because I mean I know that a lot of us that have gotten in are various content developers. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're the ones who are going to be building the hype. Yeah, which is what we're doing now. I mean, th- we're building the hype. <laughs> we're, no, we're building the hype. Well, I mean, today was more like a first impression sort of thing. But as th- there's still so much that we cannot talk about because it's just not in the game. I really want to talk about professions. I want to talk about like you know tailoring alchemy, enchanting that sort of thing. Like, what is it going to be? Inscription is very interesting too because now they're going to be relevant, and I think that's going to make a lot of people happy. And so. This episode was not so much like we're we're very happy to be in alpha. We're ecstatic to be in alpha, but alpha itself does not have a lot to talk about just yet. Right. And, you know, first impressions are good. It's actually less buggy and more developed than I would have expected at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't run into I've run into some like graphic bugs like I, I run toward this door that appears to be open and then all of a sudden it's filled up with rocks <laughs> that happened in bfa there was an mm-hmm. area in the back uh, of the docks that uh, what was it i have screenshots of it, but there's something weird happened when you went back there i don't think your client crashed but you got into like some graphical bug or something like that and they did fix it and then i remember there was a gate at the docks and behind on the back end of the docks, there's a gate that was a little high up, like it was two feet off the ground. And you know, they, mm-hmm. they fixed that. So these, these little things happen, you report them and then they fix them. Oh, and, and I must say also the whole thing with the, with the class 
getting back to class and getting the class basics back. I am so, so happy to have poisons back on mm. my rogues who are not assassination rogues. I'm that, that, that gives me a big happy right there. It's, it's funny because, as I said at the beginning of the show, I was playing Final Fantasy X uh, for the last two weeks. And it's a, it's a single-player game. But when you, when you sort of feel as if that the, the things that you're doing on your character matter, and, mm-hmm. and you know, people have said that in, you know, for classic and vanilla and such, but I, I sort of felt that a lot of that got lost in the mm-hmm. last few expansions of WoW. There's just so much that you can skip because it doesn't matter. They, they really need to make stuff matter. And so if they're making professions matter in this expansion, and, and if they keep it and they make it stick, for future expansions, I think that's going to be a huge win for everybody. Um, Kara asked, if you played around with, with the various classes, do you feel any bloat? Um, I mean, I've played with the classes more in the 1, one to 10 Exiles Reach than mm-hmm. I have in the other ones. I wanted to just concentrate on getting a, one character at least up to 60 and um, one character through. So I've been I've been concentrating on Outlaw Rogues because that's the that's the class I know the best. I would say no. In fact, from what I know from the Outlaw Rogue right now, if anything, it feels a bit more streamlined. And th- I mean that in a very good way. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, with the current build, I, I there's always things I felt like I was having to juggle on my on my bars. And I run with the double bars and, you know, everything. So um, this, fee- as I said, it feels a lot a lot cleaner and a lot yeah. more streamlined. So yeah. I've been, I've been happy with that. Um, the, uh, the other thing I will say from a rogue perspective, they're making pickpocketing fun again. Are they really in what way? Like, what are they doing? That's important. Well, you're getting all sorts of funny things. You know, it's, it's <laughs> like Legion pickpocketing was a blast because there was, there was actually some pickpocketing quests through Grifta and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but you'd get these funny things off, off the off the mobs and i can't even remember i i wasn't really prepared for this so i didn't write them down but my human rogue has been pickpocketing there's a lot of 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 uh hostile humanoids in um in revendra and she's been getting really funny things now the reason that i'm doing it is because and i i don't think this is implemented yet supposedly there's things that you can pickpocket that you can use to augment your crystal your your crimson vial and the crimson vial is no just a second my cat's chewing on the on my microphone cord <laughs> um this is clive by the way and he is trouble on four legs anyway um there's things that you can pickpocket that you can use to um augment your crimson vial which is this um self-heal that mm-hmm. you can take and supposedly there's things that you can add to it that will add different effects or, you know, cure diseases or things like that. So I've been pickpocketing everything just to, I'll go through an area, even if I'm not going to kill anything, I'll just go pickpocket everything. Okay. And um, so I appreciate this because this is one of those little color things on a, uh, on a rogue that they totally missed in BFA. I mean, you just get a few copper, but there's, it's, it's just I stopped doing it because it wasn't interesting. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that for whatever reason, there was there's more of a push towards getting people to end game than it was for the fun in the journey along the way. Right. And if they get back to those roots, like classic and and um, uh, Burning Crusade and Wrath, then I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of like squeaky toys and things like that, <laughs> and they do toys. they actually squeak when you when you click them. Wow. Um, you know, but it's things like that which make the game not just go out and, you know, kill everything dead. It's mm-hmm. it's that sense of, even in Revendreth, as grim as it is, there's definitely a lot of tongue-in-cheek and sense of humor. More so than in Bastion. Bastion's pretty serious. Yeah. Um, okay. But Revendreth is a little bit more tongue-in-cheek, and I've, I've kind of appreciated that. Good. All right, uh, we're almost at an hour. Yes, well, um, how does everybody get a hold of you? <laughs> well, I'm Starmack on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. How about you? Oh, and Discord. Oh, well, you mentioned it. 
I usually do mention yeah. Discord. I am on Twitter at uh, Warcast underscore Renata. I am on our Discord at discord.worldofwarcast.com. I am... Uh, you can get me my email at renata at worldofwarcast.com and I can be found on Wowhead through Renata Kane. Alright. I want to thank everybody for watching and listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Be safe. Bye.